we're going to now have a chat with Sarah Crow and uh, and Jill's joining me as well. Good morning, guys. Good morning, Simon. Good morning, Simon. Can you hear me okay? Yeah, we got you very loud and clear there, Sarah. How are you? I'm well, thank you. Excellent. Um, so, uh, yes, the curtains are open so we can see you. Uh, yeah. <laughs> awesome. Um, Jill, you had, a, you had a couple of questions for Sarah. Actually, well, what I'd love to kick off with is, uh, Sarah, I understand it was your birthday on Friday. I would love to know what the winemaker from the, the winery that wins winery of the year drinks on her birthday. Uh-huh. Oh. Good question. <laughs> well, um, uh, Yarra Valley Chardonnay it was. <laughs> and six of them. Yeah. <laughs> Any who, particular vintage? Yeah, who made it? Um, I was doing a, a webinar with Wine Australia based in the UK. So there was six um, Yarra Valley Chardonnays. So we had Debordley, Yering Station, um, Sumar, Giant Steps, Yarra Yering and Yeringberg. Is that six? Did I miss someone? Yep, that's six. Nice. Yep. <laughs> I haven't actually tried Giant Steps, but I hear very good things about that Chardonnay because I'm a massive Chardonnay lover myself. So um, that's nice it's to a good hear one that one was in there. To look for. Yeah, yeah, you won't be disappointed. It actually yeah, okay. it was from the Sexton Vineyard, um, which is right next door to Yarra Yering. Which vineyard? Right. Uh, yes. Yeah, yeah. Oh, very the, nice. Yeah, the well, Sexton the, Vineyard. Sorry? Sorry, Simon just asked which vineyard yeah. the Chardonnay was from. Uh, Sexton Vineyard. Oh, yeah, right. Okay. So Phil Sexton's yeah. uh, block, obviously. Yes. Yeah. Good. Idea. And it was lovely. <laughs> <laughs> so Sarah, what does it mean to be the winery of the year? It's such a highly coveted award, and I guess I'd love to. I'd love you to share with us how, what it takes to become the winery of the year and what it means to you. I guess it's a it's a reflection of. Um, consistency uh across the whole wine range which um it's i I guess it's great not to have any duds in the lineup um so (laughs) that's that's number one um i think for me it's also a culmination uh of many years of investing in our vineyard resources and i did actually listen in a little bit on um on andrew margan's interview and heard him talking a lot about his vineyard and I will agree that Marg's wines have um, improved out of sight in the last few years, um, having chaired the wine show he was talking about. But, yeah, so I think it comes back to that consistency, that that constant kind of inputs into the vineyard, the reviewing what you're doing, what can we do better, um, and just, you know, taking, pulling out all the stops, I suppose, for what we think we need to do to grow better grapes. and. And that's where it all starts. If we've got better grapes, we're going to make better wine. I guess the other thing I suppose is for um, this is really lovely for everyone across the business as well. So mm, I was just going to say that. Sarah. I was yeah, just say I'm it's, the one maker, I'm the face, the voice, but it's not just me. Yeah, well, it, I was going to say it's obviously it's it's the experience that customers have when they come to sell it all, um, you know, and that's. You know that comes down to the people you've chosen to work in the business there, and um, but it's you know it, it also goes back to the history of you know Dr. Caritas and you know all of those things, doesn't it? Like it's a it's a it's a bigger picture than you know Sarah Crow winemaker of the year, which you have been. Um, you know it's it's kind of 
yeah, this is, uh, I suppose, putting it on notice to a lot of new people. Yeah, I mean, the, the history of Yarra Yaring is, um, it's enviable, you know, that vineyard has grown amazing grapes. Um, even when it was a young vineyard, uh, Dr. Caritas was winning international awards for the wines. So, you know, having said we've done a lot of um, investing in the vineyard of late, it, it has always had um, a reputation for, for growing great grapes and making amazing wine. And I feel like we've just enhanced that. Mm. Um, and, you know, there's there's developments in vineyard equipment and um, investments in just the structure of the vineyard in you know, trellising and things like that where we can we can actually manipulate the canopy um, better because we, we have more foliage wires, for instance. So um, we've just been able to really invest in that infrastructure at the same time. But, yeah, it's, it's great for everyone there. Mm. So it does sound like there's quite a, um, a team effort that's going, going into, um, into winning this sort of award and, and creating a winery like, like a Yari Yari, which is, is what's over... Oh, well, it's, a, it's definitely one of the very oldest uh, Yarra wineries, isn't it? And um, I guess what, what sort of features are you most proud of? I mean, there's, there is the cellar door experience and there is obviously the winemaking process. It is the soils. It is the team, of course, and it's the, it's the ambiance in, in the actual building itself. So all of those things, they work together to achieve it. But are there any particular features that you're very proud of that maybe you've put your stamp on? I think um, what I've tried to do is is push the winemaking into the background and really let let the vineyard be the expression in the wine. Um, the very first time I drove into Yarriering, I was driving up the driveway, and you know I just had this, and maybe I was excited about the role. And he was a great vineyard I was seeing for the first time that I'd heard so much about and tried amazing wines from. But I got this, I got goosebumps in a way, like, you know, I thought, oh, there's this beautiful energy on this site. Um, for me personally, you know, perhaps the wines, the winemaking hand historically was a little bit prominent in the wines and I really wanted to kind of dial back my impression, my imprint on the wines and, and just help to facilitate trans translating that vineyard into the glass. So backing off on our extraction in the wines a little bit backing off on the amount of new oak. Um, so I don't want you to really see what I've done as a winemaker. I just want you to sense and taste and feel the vineyard. Okay. No, that's, um, that, that takes a very almost a, a kind of like an, like an introverted approach to it. You're really, you really are, don't look at me, look at the wine. This is what it's all about. And actually, I, I love that. So how does that translate uh, Sarah, into winning another highly coveted award going back a few years ago to um, the James Halliday Winemaker of the Year. Are you are you still able to let rest on a, a few of those laurels? Uh, I, well, it's interesting because that was my first um, vintage at Yarra Yaring that, that was for the 2014 wines. And I probably am not making wines um, in the same way. So if I had that vintage again, I actually don't think the wines would express the same and perhaps um, James wouldn't have liked them quite so much. Um, but very much in 2014, I was taking what I've been told um, had happened historically and, and doing that to make those wines and learning from that. 
And when the next vintage came along, I thought, okay, that's part of my experience now. I mean, anyone could follow a, a recipe and a guideline onto how these wines have been made. But, you know, I've been hired because of my experience and I need to bring that to the wines. So I think they have certainly continued to evolve a little bit each year since then. So, um, yeah, maybe, maybe I wouldn't. Uh, it wouldn't happen again if I if we had our time again. Who knows? <laughs> well, Sarah, I, I think like the um, presidents of the US, you, you're always a president, right? So then you're always a winemaker of the year, regardless of how many years after. But it's interesting you say that. So you would have, in given you know you've been there for long enough, you would have really got to know the the different blocks and different parts of each block. And we've talked about that in the past where you can walk along a row and, and certain things, you know, evolve differently each season, um, you know, in patches. But And it's probably soil, I guess, is, is mainly the thing. But um, so is has that been a big part of, you know, your stamp on the, on the winemaking, you know, rather than following what has always been done and it's now the way Sarah Crow does it? Yeah, I think it, what we do is very much a reflection of, of what the site's showing us mm. and, and how we manage the different blocks and then, you know, how they translate uh, into the wine at the same time. Um, our vineyard manager, Andrew George, is involved in all of our tastings and blending and every time I look at stuff, I leave them on the bench for him. And, it's you know, the the you talk about the the ones that, don't feel quite right the most and what we're trying to do is is understand what happened in that season how the vineyard looked and how we might um, manipulate that block to get a better result in the future whether or not that's pruning um, or crop load and thinning and all these kinds of things and in fact we we're having that conversation just this week um, on a batch of wine and it's it's that ongoing that drilling down I suppose of the detail. Mm. Um, on each block and, and batch that I think helps us kind of improve um, what we're doing yeah. each year. So uh, you've just uh, touched on the evolution uh, of the wines and it seems um, in my research that over the last 50 years, Yarra Yering has, uh, has gone through an evolution of wines and varieties and, you know, you have brought some beautiful Portuguese varieties to us and, and done them in a very, very elegant, sophisticated way. I personally do love Portuguese wines. What new varieties can we look forward to seeing you produce in the next couple of years? Oh, I don't know. That's like trade secrets. That's like you know, <laughs> but at the same time, it's like, what if, uh, what if the wine doesn't turn out so good and we never bottle it? But um, no, we've got, uh, and that's that's what we were talking about this week. It was a Tariq and Asenal block um, where we were trying to work out how to kind of bring it up a notch. Um, so we're still working on those varieties as well. Um, we have just recently planted some Grenache Blanc, um, which is. I think it's going to be a little bit exciting, but I don't really know. Um, and, you know, the I guess understanding that in those 50-plus years of viticulture on that site, there has been varieties and blocks planted, wine made and um, put down the drain and the vines come out because it's like, you know what, that's that variety doesn't work here or that's not the right site for it on the property um, and we kind of you have to cut your losses um, and try something else. So it may or may not work, um, but only time will tell. 
Look, you got to give it a go. Sarah, <laughs> thank you so very much for joining us and uh, congratulations again on this award. It's, it's wonderful. I can't wait to get back to the uh, to the Yarrow to come and visit you and taste some of these wines and uh, good luck with the Grenache Blanc. Thank you very much. Lovely chat.